0: Yo, what's good? This is the Knicks Take podcast, your source for the biggest Knicks news of the week. I'm your host Jaso Focus, and I'm here with my brother, French. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna try and get through this. It's been a very, uh, very interesting and very bad. It's been a bad, bad week for us uh, as Knicks yeah. fans.
1: A lot of things uh, happen.
0: A lot of a lot of things happen. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, some post-trade deadline news, which really is only really two things. Um, Then we're going to talk about Mitchell Robinson, who uh, ended up getting hurt in the Milwaukee Bucks game. We're going to talk about Mike Woodson. We're going to do some game recaps, and then we're going to talk about the upcoming schedule and give you guys our predictions. Uh, We're going to start off with post trade de- trade deadline the last episode we were talking about you know Nick, the moves the Knicks did and did not make um, we're going to continue off uh, the Knicks ended up signing no one who uh, was coming off of waivers uh, yeah. French, you, French you were saying uh, we might pick up somebody uh, who was an auto reporter or something like that
1: well I was ended thinking there. that because I saw like a few reports but
0: he never ended up getting waived
1: yeah well I uh, think he did get waived but I don't know if He's getting any free agency ball's interest?
0: Yeah, and um, we ended up picking up nobody, and then the guys that we ended up getting from the trade deadline, we both ended up waving. We both we ended up waving <laughs> both of them. So
1: look, that yeah. mad Terrence Ferguson highlights for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> got for mad no excited reason. like, yeah. <laughs>
0: like oh, we got a plan. Nah,
1: yeah. he's gone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> two-way wing, he can shoot.
0: Yeah, there's no, no room on this roster. You know Tibbs ain't playing no, any more than 10 players in the roster. He's not even really playing 10. He's playing 9 right now. So, right. It, you know, Front office probably was like, yeah, these guys are not going to get no burn, so we might as well play them. Um, and uh, the other Knicks news in regards to the trade deadline, in regards to Andre Drummond, there was some uh, you know, rumors going around that the Knicks were one of the three teams that were interested in signing him. Uh, at some point, he was stopped seeing interest from the Knicks, and he joined the Lakers, and then he promptly got hurt in <laughs> one of the first few games that he played for them. So
1: I don't think they even had interest. I feel like it was probably just one person, Scott Perry, <laughs> trying to get him, and everybody else is telling him to sit back down. Go sit yeah. back in the, in the corner somewhere before we yeah, let I your feel, ass go.
0: Yeah, you know how... I mean, if you haven't been paying attention, Knicks definitely run the front, uh, front office by committee. There's a bunch of guys who have voices. Uh, Leon Rose ends up making the final pick and it seemed like maybe one of those voices, one of those loud voices, uh, wanted Drummond. Leon Rose and probably everyone else was like, nah, we're good on that. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. It's very slow trade deadline and post trade deadline for the Knicks, um, and then we had a Knicks game, one of the first Knicks games after our last podcast. Knicks started off playing really well, and then our center of the future Mitchell Robinson he lands on his leg wrong, on his foot wrong. You see him start writhing around in pain. It looked like an ankle injury at first. He goes to the sideline.
1: Nah, it looked it looked
0: bad. It looked Hope like he was really knee. hurt. It looked yeah. like he was really hurt. But I was hoping he just tweaked his ankle again, just like he did a few games ago. Because he, you know, he he sometimes rolls his
1: ankle and he's hurt, and then next thing you know, he's he's blocking threes. Um, I knew it wasn't a rolled ankle just by how he was like hopping on one foot. He wouldn't put any pressure on the other foot. I'm like, damn. I knew, I, I, I knew it was going to be a bad injury As soon as I saw like, him hop to the locker room Instead of trying to walk it off I,
0: I was so hopeful That it was just going to be something Where it would be out for three weeks maybe um, The report came back in the second quarter Of the Bucks game Mitchell Robinson ended up Fracturing oh my his bad. right foot And uh, They tried to get a second opinion was a fractured right foot. He ended up having surgery. He's most likely going to be out for the rest of the year.
1: I don't think so. I think he'll be back for the playoffs. Well, it's not like if it was a muscle, like tear or something like that, he'd be out for like the rest of the playoff. I mean, the rest of the season, but bone injuries people heal kind of quick sometimes. A lot of times like a few players made late be maybe out for a long period of time, but bone injuries you typically could come back from in like a, in two months, maybe or a month and so, a half.
0: So, Ian Begley, we're a reputable source, uh, he reported on this that uh, there's no timetable for Mitchell Robinson's return following surgery. To repair yeah. the fact fracture in his foot Right But uh, The average time per Jeff Stotts who I don't know who that is But if Ian Begley is quoting He has to be somebody hmm. uh, The average time missed In recent cases of Robinson's injury Is 39 games The New York Knicks have 25 games left in the regular season So even if you're Unless you're thinking that the Knicks Are going to make it to the finals Excuse us, a little bit of technical difficulties, but like I was saying before, um, there's only 25 games left in the Knicks season, uh, and Mitchell Robinson's the average time of uh, you know how long it takes to heal from that kind of injury recently has been 39 games, and I was saying unless you think the Knicks are going to make it to the finals um, or conference finals or something like that, I don't see Mitchell Robinson coming back that soon, and I don't think he should even if the Knicks make it to the playoffs, I don't want him. To play, coming off of that injury and possibly mess up his foot again, especially he's a big man. Big men with foot injuries, nah, let them heal as much as they can before you have them running around like running around
1: crazy like that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think we make it to the finals this year. Maybe next year.
0: Maybe next year.
1: (laughs) We get Kawhi in free agency and then it's lit. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, outside of that, I mean. Some other bad Knicks news. Assistant coach Mike Woodson is no longer part of the New York Knicks coaching staff as he has moved on to go on and coach the Indiana Hoosiers. Everybody mm-hmm. home in the silence for Mike Woodson. Why, Mike? Why? Why?
1: A moment of silence to acknowledge the fact that we haven't got a, a win since he left.
0: And we haven't. Have <laughs> Not we been a to the playoffs? Have we been to the playoffs since he was head coach?
1: Nah. We haven't come close. <sighs> oh, my God.
0: Ah. Uh, so,
1: I understand. We kept, we kept KP and Johnny O'Brien. That's all I remember. Yeah,
0: is. no, I'm happy about that. And, and you know, like everybody seems to be poaching from us. Like we obviously must be doing something good in the front office. If everybody's looking for our coaches to go coach their team or something, but or be in their front office. But, Oh man, like I understand though. I, I, I I get it. He always wanted to coach there. You know, he's from there. He, when you saw his press conference, if you actually happen to watch his press conference, he was very choked up, very emotional. He was very happy. Uh, the Knicks treated him very fairly and let him go coach there. You know, which is you know a good look for us. Um, I just, I just wish that this would have happened in the off season. As a whole, French, what do you, how you feel about this whole Mike Woodson situation?
1: I don't know. I, I, I just feel weird about it, like chemistry wise, because I feel like. We kept the whole group together. We got to keep the whole coaching staff together. That that might be bad luck. I don't know. We probably should have waited for the all season for that, but hey, we that wasn't even an option. So I don't know. It wasn't like we were gonna offer Mike Woodson a better opportunity than that. So yeah. we're gonna love him and miss him, but that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna miss you, Mike. Uh, you know. I wish you tons of success uh, over in Indiana, and uh, hopefully our paths will align again. And hopefully that will be when the next two uh, get to that championship get level. That ship, and you can join that joining that with us.
1: You deserve one.
0: So uh, that's it for the for the next news of the week. Uh, We're gonna get start getting into these games. Uh, we've skirted around the, you know all of the games, um, you know, with the Mitch injury and with Mike Woodson. Um, first Knicks game was on the twenty seventh. Knicks versus the Bucks. Uh, Knicks came into that game with no Julius Randle, no no Reggie Bullock, and um, you know, I said in the last podcast that you know, you know maybe the Knicks could steal one, and then came game time. I turned on the game. No Giannis. No, the, the, like their whole starting lineup was out. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were starting Thanasis and Turacompo and who we drafted who we drafted you know <laughs> I what I mean don't see a lot
1: of people acknowledging that that's crazy right. we, we
0: drafted them, and it, I was like yo this is gonna be an easy win you know what I mean yeah. even without Julius like we still got RJ we still got we still got yeah. um, IQ we still Derek Rose is playing like why? how how do we lose and uh,
1: I, I remember I told you I felt weird about this game coming in I kept saying like, Yo, I feel weird about this. Like, I feel like we might be able to take this Milwaukee game, and I, I didn't know what was going on. And then, boom! Look, everybody's out. And then once I I found that, uh, I'm feeling like, damn, I know finding out that Giannis is gone and the half the starting lineup is gone for a team that's probably been preparing to play against them for days, minutes before the game starting is kind of wild. So. I, I off jump. I already knew it was gonna be a weird kind of game, and then they went zone and never came out of the zone for the entire game. Went zone, to zone. I'm just like, yeah. I knew we were gonna win, but I knew it was gonna be one of those ones that was just gonna be like one that you're just gonna forget it. You're, you're gonna want to forget about as soon as it happened.
0: Like you come into this game, look like uh, this is gonna be an easy win. We're gonna wrap this up. No Giannis, no yeah. Middleton. Like we. There's no reason we should lose, and then in the first quarter, like we said earlier, Mitch fractures his foot, comes out of the game, game losing for the rest. And and, and, you know, I guess if the team knew that he was gonna he was out with a fractured foot, like I could excuse the rest of this game, but they didn't know, obviously, because Derrick Rose was. You know, at at the end, he was talking to getting interviewed and he he was as shocked as every, you know, like he had, he didn't hear nothing. So just the way that they played the rest of this game is just kind of like, what? I understand they play in zone, but y'all can beat this team. Y'all
1: better than this team. Yeah. And but they didn't, they probably did not know what this team could even do. Like they didn't know, have any idea who they were playing against at this, at this point. They were playing yeah. against G League players. And so it's I, like I,
0: yeah and let me let me <laughs> let me give him some respect all right The nasty came out The nasty and Anthony the Kumpo <laughs> That's my nickname for him when we He's was, the reason why
1: game. I know how to say onto the Kumpo
0: He's he's he came out like he forgot what his first name was He was like <laughs> yo The Nastie's come up The Nastie's who This is Giannis right here He was coming out dunking hitting threes he was doing yeah. step backs I was like play yo who making. is this guy He did not play like this in New York
1: he playmaking with the game on the line. I'm like,
0: I was that's like, yo, Psh. if we lose to uh, to Thanasis and Inwara, I'm gonna be highly upset.
1: Thanasis was one of my favorite players when we drafted him in summer league.
0: I love, I love, I, I gave him a nickname. <laughs> that's how you know I loved him. Yeah. I was like, love him. A, like, don't call him Thanasis. That's the nasty. I love Travis Ware.
1: You remember you Travis know? Ware? Oh
0: yeah, I remember Travis. That was, <laughs> Travis was my dude.
1: I would, I died on his hill. Who else? Torey Murray. (laughs) That wasn't the same team, right? (laughs) Torey Murray. I need you to
0: get off of this Torey
1: Murray shit. Nah, that was my... I I wanted him to start over Raymond Felton so bad. I'm like, yo, he's the best point guard on the team. Just give him burn.
0: So, I don't know. To wrap this game up, though. um, No, there was no Julius. There was no Reggie Bullock, but we still had R.J., and IQ was quiet. Um, the score was nine. It was hold on. The Bucks were within five with five minutes to go. Um, and then it required an Alec Burks three at the end of the game. I think it was 96, 96 Alec Burks hit a three, give the Knicks the lead for good. And we ended the game one Oh two to 96. If you told me that the Bucks was going to be missing six players, be playing G league dudes and the end score was going to be 102 to 96, I would have called you a goddamn liar. And that's the way that that game went. Yeah. And it was a preview of what was to come over the next two games. Two days later, Knicks versus Miami in the garden. We got Reggie back. We got Julius back. Miami came in. No no Haslam, no Oladipo. Um... Some dude named KZ Okapala. I guess he's a baller. I don't know, but
1: I only know him because of Two K.
0: Health and safety protocol for him and Haslam. Victor Oladipo out because I don't know. I guess he didn't. Uh, he didn't take his meds the night before, or whatever. He's out sick. Only person that's hurt for the Knicks is Mitchell Robinson out with the fractured right foot, and. Uh, Knicks seemed like they started playing off that game. All right, I mean it was a yeah. it was a little bit, little bit of a slow start, um, but I felt like we could take this one.
1: We were winning like ninety percent of the game. I think we was winning all the way up until the fourth. No, 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 we was winning all through halftime, and then Miami came back, and it was the third quarter of doom all over again. <sighs> <laughs> you remember I remember them like, days. I remember them days, the third quarter of Doom. And that's, that's, oh man, that used to be a religion. Every third quarter, if we winning, they come back. If we losing, <laughs> they go on a run. <laughs> <laughs> they extend it's the like, there's <laughs> no winning. It's no winning. In the third quarter, we're just going to be trash. It's, it's, the Knicks have not won. Been on a
0: four-game winning streak at all this season, and we we were primed to come into to come out of this Miami game with a four-game win streak, and then go into the Minnesota game primed for a five-game. And the Knicks were, like you said, the Knicks were winning this game. They they were looking good, Mm -hmm. and. It's just like the Monstars came out and was like, yeah, no, we're going to sap you guys with all your talent because – I mean, I was <laughs> – I, I don't even know. Obi started in the first half. He looked – I mean, he didn't start, but he played – you know, he played all right in the first half. He was they had a, there was a there was a fast break play where they threw to the Obi-Obi. For some reason, he had the lane. He passed it out to Emmanuel quickly for a tougher three-point shot. Knocked it down. I was like, yo, that's a bad pass, and that's an even worse shot. But it went in, so I'm happy. You're and the, that's, that's, how, that's how we went into the half. It was like, yo, I'm... Oh, my God. Even though the Knicks played so well in the first half, that second half was just... Jimmy Butler took over the game. He put made a stamp. Julius couldn't do anything. He ended up with five turnovers. RJ Barrett had ended up with eight points. And I don't I, I I'm still confused about that Miami game. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Jimmy I'm still Butler.
0: confused as to how we allowed that to happen.
1: Jimmy you can't stop him sometimes sometimes you just got to just give it up to the better player. Jimmy Butler was just he showed like why they got to the finals last year. And the Knicks don't have a Jimmy Butler yet. We got a, we got a star in Julius Randle, but he ain't a superstar yet. We got a young a young player in RJ who's about to hit hit that star level soon. Maybe a year from now, maybe a, maybe two seasons from now, but he's gonna be a star one way or another. And we don't got a Jimmy Butler yet. Once we get one of those, the games like, like the, the games like that is gonna show up like in the fourth quarter. Like you know who you just, just give the ball to and just rely on to get you to win. We don't got Julius Randle does that sometimes, but he's not he's not gonna be capable to do that every night, especially against well,
0: Miami. I'm gonna just
1: go through the stats real quick. You can't
0: have another Julius Randle game where he has 22 points, but he goes 7 for 17 and has 5 turnovers and 3 assists. You can't have that. Um, that was that was last Took year Julius Randle.
1: That
0: was last year Julius Randle.
1: The, the he scored out. 20
0: plus, but he'd have 5 turnovers and 3 assists. <laughs> um, we can't have games like R.J. Barrett where he's only scoring 8 points with 4 of 12 shooting. That's last year R.J. Barrett. That's not what right. we've seen so far this year. Yeah. Derek Rose. Derek Rose was probably the best player offensively for us. And I still had a problem with him because even though he was sixteen points, six for thirteen, which is not a bad shooting percentage, I feel like I felt like he should have end he should have ended that game over fifty percent because he missed a lot of bunnies. He missed a lot of layups right at the rim. And I'm trying to get back he, in his
1: groove though. He's hurt. He's out for a while. He gotta get his I, rhythm back.
0: I don't I don't wanna hear that. It's not like he was missing jump shots. He was missing lay ins, which is what he's built his entire career on. It's been it is what he built his entire career on, is is finishing at the rim. So I don't like it's not even like it was super dip like they I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. They weren't the easiest lay ins. There were there was bodies around him. But
1: Come on, man. Need okay. rhythm. He got to get in his groove and start hitting like how he used to. Like, get, like, D Rose, requi- like, his game requires skill. Like, French he has skill and ass. rhythm. That, that I'm just saying, like, not him you say it, it's tough shots. He hits tough shots. You got to be in a groove and, and a rhythm what, to hit they, tough shots. Some of them
0: shots were not that tough. Some of them shots were, were shots, well, like, sometimes there was open enough of them lay-ins where it's like, all right, I expect you to hit one of them. All right.
1: He's not Alfred Payton. No, he's not. Thank like, God for that,
0: because we would not be winning as many games as we have been if he was. I'm
1: so but, happy we have Derek Rose. <laughs> like, if he, I will take a bad game from him if that's what if that's what we're gonna consider a bad game. He It wasn't a bad he's game. Ha- but he's it coming wasn't back a, from but I feel like he, from injury though.
0: I feel like it should have been better. And we if he would if he would have hit two or three of those lay ins that were real easy. And you know, I'm we haven't really talked about it. But the free throws have been a problem for this team recently, and they need to hit them free throws if they want to win games like this. And um, especially with quickly going four for 11, two for six from three. The only person that only player throughout this entire stretch who I think has been really reliable has been Nerlens Newell. That game, he had eight points, 11 rebounds, two steals and four blocks. Um, outside of that. Nick Scott scored 62 62- 45 in the second half. That is uh, unacceptable for a team that is trying to be uh, in the top half of
1: that playoff seeding in the East. And if you think that's bad, wait till you get to the Minnesota game.
0: Well, we're going to get to the Minnesota game right now.
1: Speaking of the Minnesota game, the that was up. a terrible loss.
0: You know, you know what I wrote in my notes for this? Blah! Yeah. That's my notes for this for this Timberwolves game. The Minnesota Timberwolves is one of the worst teams in the league. No, they are the worst
1: team in the league.
0: Oh, excuse me. The Minnesota Timberwolves are the worst team in the league. I, one of the worst offensive teams and one of the worst defensive teams. The Knicks, not gonna hold you, they are one of the worst offensive teams too, but they're still better than the Timberwolves and they happen to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. And we,
1: spoiler alert, lost this game. But French, I know exactly I know exactly why they lost this game. What's up? Like when you when you watched when you watched the game from the beginning, didn't you notice that the Knicks were moving a little bit quicker and faster than they normally do? Like they were making it a point to be faster than the other team. And, and they then in their own head. No, no, no. After the loss. That's not even where I'm gonna go. I'm thinking that them going the extra mile to try and be faster than this other team. Got them tired. When the time count came in the fourth quarter for them to have that energy to cut, you know, to make them shots and to get into their rhythm offensively, they just got gassed out. And they they playing against young, a younger team who's who got energy to go crazy in the fourth quarter like that. Anthony Edwards was busting RJ Barrett ass that game in the fourth quarter, and it was like, damn. I didn't even like. I was. I wasn't even really paying attention to this game like that. I'm over here doing stuff for the house. I'm like, we gonna we gonna beat Minnesota. This, this ain't a game I, I, we gotta worry about. We got an 18 I, point lead. They every, came back cute with a little run. We gonna still get this win. They they, they the worst team in the NBA. We the Knicks. We don't, we don't lose these games no more. And then boom, Anthony Edwards just goes crazy in the fourth quarter and we lose. French, you,
0: me, and you have like opposite. Uh, it had opposite views of this game. You, you were, we, but yet we still happen to treat it the same. Um, you were not watching this game because you were not worried. I, I watched that. Excuse me. We watched that. Relax,
1: Simeon. <laughs> Relax. We watched
0: that Miami game, and we watched that. Bucks game, saying six players, and I I was expecting them to just put a big old whooping on this worst team in the league, Timberwolves. Mm-mm. And It'll the entire like first half, I was like, yo, why does it feel like they're struggling to do what they're supposed to do? In the first half? In the first half. The first half, I was feeling like that. Yeah, oh, they no, went I up. I felt the complete opposite. They, they went, they they went up in the first half. Don't don't like. They, they made me feel like all right, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do, but I don't they looked like way they, more prepared. I, I don't, but I didn't like how they got there. There were points in time yeah. where it was like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they are struggling to do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm happy I that they were doing that. I was happy that they were doing what they were supposed to do, but I didn't yeah. like how they got there, and then I didn't like. How Julius Randle was getting abused by Jaden McDaniels. I didn't like how Anthony Edwards was getting was was playing so well. Like Anthony Edwards is still a rookie, and I felt and I feel like when he plays against teams that are good defensive teams, um he struggles. And the Knicks are supposed to be a good defensive team. And yet I didn't feel like Anthony Edwards was struggling. And we go to the third quarter. Where the Knicks were up 7462, ended the quarter 8170. And I still had that feeling from the first half of, I don't I don't like how the Knicks are playing. And I'm hoping that they can sustain this lead, which is something that I've never really had to feel like feel like before. That is a last season kind of thought. And lo and behold, they did not sustain the lead. They let the Timberwolves tie it with a minute left at 99-99. And immediately after that one-minute mark went to like 58 seconds, they score. And then immediately after, Minnesota knocks down a three. And that's how the game ends. or Not, not how it ends, but that's the, that was the final score final score was 102-101. The Knicks had two chances to retake the lead, which is it's like, I was agitated that we was even there. Like, okay, once it's 99-91, you guys should lock them down like you have been. Right. Score, That's what I was
1: hoping would happen. And then but
0: maintain that lead. And they let them score. And then they couldn't score to regain the lead and ended the game like that with Julius R.J. Brickin. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I went on a rant. Go
1: ahead. Yeah. I was – I don't know. I've kind of been seeing, like, the the way that this has been going. Like, they've been playing bad. And I was actually, like, the way you said that you were, like, worried a little bit because they were playing bad even though they had a big lead. I was thinking on the other, like, side. I was thinking they playing this bad and they, like, they still finding a way to – keep scoring and keep getting this lead higher and higher. And I'm like, I was getting encouraged by that because I'm like, if you watch these last few games, the, the team has been playing like a little bit, like not up to par how they, we would expect them to play. And they still would get these tight wins and still find a way to get the win. So I'm thinking that this is just going to be another game like that. Hopefully this is their wake up call though, because it's maybe they're feeling like they're a little too good to, you know, take the little bad team seriously. And now it took this game to wake them up. RJ's are up now for sure. After Anthony Edwards called him out in the post game, talking about you saw that.
0: I didn't see it. What he said?
1: He didn't really call him out. He was just saying how they was glad they was they they wanted RJ to take that shot. He was the main person that they were hoping would take that shot. So yeah. the game plan worked like perfectly. Yeah, that. He said it like he said it a little slick too, but it was it was it, RJ saw it and replied. So he's up now. Dallas 2, KP, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game next game.
0: That's not. And I want to make one note also coming into this Mavs game. Um, Julius Randle has been concerning me, has me concerned since Alfred Payton ran into his stock. Yeah. I want to hope that he's still bothered by that, but... I would, you know, one of my notes for this last the game brands. was, yeah, he's playing. He he's, he seems like he's not playing like all star Julius. He's playing like last year Julius. And then he and then he to his credit in that fourth quarter he was hitting some big shots that we needed him to hit. Um, but he hasn't been sustaining it over a full game, and that has me worried.
1: Um, I'm not worried. So this team this team is tough. Like. If we noticing all this stuff, they noticing it too, and they're going to address it. Like, that's all I've seen from this whole season. This isn't the first time they've had, like, a little bad stretch of games where they've just been looking bad. They're going to come back and they're going to prove why they're a playoff team. I'm not Um, really worried at all.
0: Well, we still got got, (laughs) – we got four games coming up. The next one, as we alluded to, uh, is going to be today when this episode is released – Um,
1: April 2nd I was heartbroken when we traded
0: Dallas Mavericks At the New York Knicks I was heartbroken
1: Um, when we traded him Heartbroken
0: I was mad but I'm way over it And I hope we give these dudes a
1: shellacking
0: Uh, I'm still not
1: over it I remember (laughs) when the trade happened I uh, I was in CP's Instagram live And asking questions like Yo you think Porzingis gonna come back as a free agent. <laughs> like, come on, yo! He would look so good next to Mitch. Oh, and man, I think yeah. that's back when I was thinking Kevin Knox was gonna make that next step. Damn, that shit hurt, yo! And now today, he uh, when he get interviewed, he talking about how much he missed New York and he still loves the city. He loves being here. He misses I'm it. just like, and everybody is like. <laughs> Killing him in the comments Like nigga fuck you <laughs> <laughs> April Fools Nigga we don't fuck with you Nobody Nobody respects you here <laughs> Oh now you wanna have love man. After you cave up on us Fuck you I'm like damn Why everybody hating on KP I ain't even mad at him
0: I, I'm not mad at him But
1: I'm glad we If he wanna come back I, I bet you everybody Will forget How they feeling I, I'm If not, he wanna I'm, come
0: back It's lit I'm not mad at him But not at, not at the price That he's on Like it.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's yeah, going to be a contract, yeah, real good. The contract's... Because nah. he's Thank, not an All-Star thanks. no more.
0: Thanks, Dallas. We he's appreciate you. He's not an All-Star no more. Thanks he's for still a good player, though. Against. Yeah, no, they paid him for past production, and his past production ain't even worth that contract. You yeah. Know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Knicks... I hope the Knicks take this one, um, especially for that uh, lottery seating. After that... I hope
1: Frank plays. If Frank oh, yeah, plays... We're going to talk...
0: About, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. We're going to talk about that after this, though. Um, I bet. We got it back-to-back after that Mavs game, and hopefully we whip on Mavs enough that we're not going to be tired. Knicks at Pistons. Um, we don't need our, our energy for the
1: Pistons. I, uh,
0: I mean, we needed energy for the Timberwolves, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> that woke us up. we going to put the P- Pistons in the ground every time. like Just like every other game we did. We killed them by, like what, 30 last game. Twenty well, five.
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't even ask you about the Mavs, but it sounds like you already saying that's a win for the Pistons. I'm assuming that's a two-game win streak for us, right? That's how you well, know. I don't know
1: about the Mavericks. The Mavs... <sighs>
0: I ain't asked ask you because I didn't want you to the, argue with me. But
1: <laughs> The Mavericks is going to be a nationally televised game. That's probably uh-huh. going to go to overtime, I think. And uh, we play playing at home, right? We are at home. Yeah, we're not losing that game. No. And Frank needs to play. Frank needs to play. Every time Frank has played the Mavericks, he's put on the show. All right.
0: We're we going to get back to Frank. Um, Monday, the Knicks will be at the Nets. Brooklyn, Brookline.
1: Brooknon. Brooknon? Uh, I want to say the Knicks win this one. <laughs> Harden oh, no. is injured right now. Is he? Yeah,
0: I didn't even know he's injured. That. He
1: got a hamstring injury, so we're gonna be alright. But even if he, he wasn't have injured, have a hamstring
0: injury on Monday <laughs> isn't one of those things where it's like, yeah, we could take this game off. All right, hamstrings we Right, hamstrings are Knicks? always
1: tricky. Yeah. Hamstrings are always tricky. You see how uh, I got was out for a little life. bit. What? <laughs> Who you pick? <laughs> it's
0: not even. It, it wasn't even. Um, oh, it wasn't, it even, wasn't one even those a win. It was it, points. It, it's whether the Knicks cover the spread. Yeah. And I said the Knicks are definitely covering the spread, especially if KD is not playing. And KD is not out, coming back for a while.
1: And Harden's, Harden's not out playing, right now.
0: the Knicks are definitely covering the spread. I just
1: don't remember how much I put on it. Kyrie <laughs> um, probably going to try to go off of 50, though. Yeah, so we say the Knicks
0: win that one, right? Three-game win streak? Let's go. Knicks Wait, hold Celtics. on. Win what? <laughs> All right, we're going to win the Mavs. Mavs, the Pistons, and the back-to-back. And uh-huh. then two days after that, we, we go into Brooklyn and we take that one too.
1: If it's just Kyrie, I feel like we should be able to win that one. Did, did,
0: did Frank play the last
1: time? Oh, yeah.
0: Frank played the last time. Yeah, no. It, Frank better play this game too. Frank needs to play against the Mavs and he needs to play against Brooklyn. No, I don't want to hear. Frank
1: no needs issues. to take
0: Alfred Payton's. Role. Right, we're gonna talk about that later. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying because it's Brooklyn and Frank always plays well against top guards.
1: I did to see him at least get a little burn to see if he can if he could do it again. I just hope he don't get in the foul trouble. as Soon as he gets some minutes, like damn, Frank, he always do that. And anytime it's an important game, we always fouling in the first quarter, and then boom, now his rhythm is gone for the whole game.
0: All right, um, then two days after Brooklyn, we're going to be in Boston. Knicks at Celtics. Uh, four game win streak.
1: Celtics. I don't know. They probably they feel away after that thirty point loss we gave them early in the season. They had a lot of a lot of time to sit on that. They might come out with a vengeance. You think they still remember that? Oh yeah, they rem- that, that was that was in Boston. We did that. They ain't gonna forget we, that. We are going back to Boston too. Um, yeah, Kemba's from New York. You think he gonna forget that? Well, hey, everybody we, Kemba we knows was watching
0: that game. Well, we got the Kemba killer, so he needs to play this game too. So we <laughs> we keep talking about him. So let's talk about him now. Frank Frank hasn't Just seen. Just resign minutes, him. Frank hasn't seen minutes since Alfred came back.
1: He hasn't seen minutes since Charlie Ward got that contract. Like, <laughs> damn, give him some burn, please.
0: I I know listen some of y'all listening, I I know mad of y'all are not Frank Hive. Me and my brother are both Frank Hive, and it's not that we think that he's worth that eighth pick in the lottery or anything like that. It's not that we think that he's so much better than everybody else. But this this dude is a defensive guard. Like, like you can't he's the best
1: defensive guard I've seen live ever.
0: I've never seen
1: Gary Payton in all of them. I've never seen like, all right, let me. I'm dragging. He's not better than Kawhi in all of them. He's he's the the best defensive guard that the Knicks have ever had that I've seen.
0: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I I don't think that the Knicks have had a defensive guard or 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 wing, whatever you want to classify him as, who just makes the reads and is as patient. And is as lengthy pause as Frank. And I don't think it comes close. And I only, I love, 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 love. And this is why it also sucks that Mitch is out. I love seeing lineups with Frank and Mitch because they're both amazing defenders for their positions. And then you R.J. would be stepping up defensively this year. Like any lineup with Frank, R.J. and Mitch, that gives that always gives the other team problems for a,
1: however many minutes stretch. Always, it never fails. And so, Bullock too. Uh, so everybody uh, hate Bullock, but you can't deny the fact that he be locking up when it's time to lock up.
0: Yeah, and listen, when he gets
1: hot, he gets hot hotter than anybody yeah. else on the team.
0: So how do you feel about? All these games that we lost, well, we only lost two, but how do you feel about Frank not playing in these games? And how you feel about Frank not playing in that? In, in that,
1: um, uh, I, I don't care about him not playing.
0: I, I don't care about him not playing against the Bucks. But
1: I I can't be a hypocrite, though, because the same way I'm giving Derrick Rose the, the lifeboat because he had an injury, Alfred Payne just came back from a hamstring injury, too. So... A part of me wants to say Tibbs is looking at this and thinking, like, all right, I've given Alfred Payton a long leash throughout this season. Maybe it's time to give Frank a chance. But on the other side, I know in reality he's probably thinking, like, he needs to get back right. He needs to get his rhythm coming back from this hamstring injury. So it's looking like Alfred's going to hit. He's hit there.
0: Fuck Alfred Payton, man. Yo, he's not doing nothing different since he came back that he was doing before he got hurt. Like, but listen, I, yo, you, have, I gotta heard, find a,
1: listen, I have to find a way to psychologically make it make sense that he's still the start, starting. The only guard. thing that I've ever Tibbs heard that has to have sense. seen something that makes no. him feel like he's the guy I'm gonna die on the hill for. The only thing that I've heard made sense is
0: they want to keep Rose and quickly coming got off the out bench of trouble. They don't oh. want quickly. They don't want quickly to come out and play point guard because he's not ready for those duties. So unless Derrick Rose is hurt, they don't want quickly to play point guard by himself, and that's why Alfred um is starting. But but quickly a better
1: point guard than Alfred, though. Exactly, and not only have you seen the stat not not that in the since Alfred came back, he has like what thirteen assists and ten turnovers.
0: <laughs> I'm not surprised. And, in the games that he came back. And' That's I will also say
1: this quickly the probably doesn't have 10 turnovers for the
0: entire season. listen we, we don't we don't get heavy heavy into the stats on this podcast but Alfred Payton yes. makes his team worse and through analytics and all stats he makes his team worse. he's the team is slower they shoot worse they their their pace is slower like everything that you need to win games goes out the window when Alfred Payton is on the court. When you watch the game, you can see that all the other team has to do is wall off the paint and ignore Alfred Payton when he's on the three-point line. And that makes the job for the rest of the starting lineup or whoever he's on the court court with harder. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely do not want this dude on this team. And I would rather start Frank, who was similarly bad, but at least is a good defender. Relax. I would. I would. Now, my Relax. preference is you start Derek Rose and you have IQ and Frank come off the bench, and then you send Alfred Payton to wherever the hell he came from. But that's my preference. But if if if, I, if I'm a it the buck, I, I don't care if you if you have to put Derek Rose and IQ out together. Start Frank. Send Alfred Payton packing,
1: please. Alfred Payton had me looking at like available free agents who are like who can be signed right now, and I'm thinking like which one of these players would I take Alfred Payton over? And you know who I saw like as one of the players who I make made the comparison to that's available right now as a free agent? Oh, Jeremy Lin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would take Jeremy Lin. That's not you know what I was thinking about too. Over Alfred Payton, I would. El- Jeremy, Jeremy Lin, Lin is Ger- what lured me Jeremy into Lin. being
1: a Knicks fan.
0: Wash Jeremy Lin is still better than Alfred Payton. I, listen, and I haven't <laughs> seen Jeremy Lin play, and I don't know how long, but I'm willing to put money on that.
1: Um, he had better IQ than Alfred Payton. I can facts. I can say that for a fact. Fact. And now Alfred Payton has been playing a little bit better, and he's been finding RJ. But
0: yeah, no, he can go. All right, we we we're running a little long, so uh, pause. Yeah, you you got anything that you that you want to talk about uh, before we conclude? Um, nah. All right, all right. So this is gonna be the end of the Next Take podcast episode four. We're gonna title this one a bad bad week. Uh, we're now available on most streaming platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Uh French, you and Apple dude. I'm a Google guy. I'm trying to get us on Apple and. That was probably the most difficult shit that I've had to do out of all of the uh, podcast uh, streaming services. So that's why I texted you. I hate Apple. Uh, <laughs> we'll hopefully be on all streaming platforms within the next week or so. Uh, for updates, oh, please actually, us. I do
1: have something to say. Yeah, go ahead. I've been like writing a few people who I like admire in the Knicks community. I seen that, and I've been getting a few replies back from like. Jonathan Macri, yep. J B from Nick's uh film school. He's the one who mm-hmm. basically started Nick's film school with uh Macri. I saw you talking uh, the
0: Schwen- first Poole.
1: person. He was the first person that wrote me back. And Schwen- I wrote Poole him Poole probably Poole. like he was like one of the last people I wrote. He was one of the first people that wrote me back. So shout out to all of them. They showed love and shout I'm hoping that Poole. Yeah, shout out to Shoney. Yeah, Shoney is real. <laughs> so Yeah,
0: shout out to everybody who tail who's at least the we hope to, to become one of y'all. Even if y'all don't, even if y'all don't, you know, get a chance to listen or ever do anything, just yeah. the fact that y'all wrote back means a lot to us. Man. Yeah,
1: uh, we are hoping to become one of y'all. So absolutely, yeah,
0: uh, that's so, all that
1: we needed. <clears throat> please follow
0: us, please, please, please follow us on Twitter at the Knicks Take. That's at the Knicks Take. I I might have said something before in regards to uh, the Twitter account. That name has now changed, so please disregard that. That is the new official Knicks Take Twitter account at the Knicks Take. You can also, you're going to also be able to find us on the YouTube channel, which is going to be up soon. We're on Facebook. The Facebook page is up at facebook.com slash Knicks Take Media. And, uh, I got I got a plug. I want to plug my home girl Tanya, who's selling health products. Uh, you can find her products on secretdirect.com/tanya s 81 That's s e a c r e t direct.com t o n y a s eight one. Go over there. You know, if you see some products that you like, some skin products, you know, some uh, they got some energy products and stuff like that. You want to take a look. You want to take a buy. Go over there. Hook her up. Uh, if you want a direct link, you don't want to be typing all that out. I'm going to post that on Twitter and Facebook. French, you got anything you want to plug? Nope. All right. So please follow, subscribe, link, and comment. Uh, we definitely need you know, y'all know you to shout us out. Definitely need to hear y'all voices. Um, yeah. And if, just any, if
1: anyone listening right now has a free second in the day, I'm begging you. To go in Alfred Payton's comment section and tell him to demand that he wants to he wants to get a buyout.
0: Uh, yeah, please. Uh, each please, please. Each one teach one. Each one teach uh, one. Yeah, please follow, <laughs> like, subscribe, or and comment. Uh
1: what they said in Game shot. of Thrones, what am I? As one person, I'm nothing. I'm a peasant, but all of us together, we can take down the queen. Take down the fucking queen. And Tib's eyes. He's the queen. Like, Tib's views him as his queen. Like, bro, <laughs> get this nigga out of here. Treat <laughs> <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's treat Elf like Cersei. Please
0: get Elf out of here. All right. Uh, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Peace.